Welcome back to Past the Lunchroom. I may have covered this already. I can't remember. <laughs> Leading up to leaving Las Vegas to come back to Oklahoma, which, you know, was going to be our last time moving. You know, we've been out of the military for, uh, oh, just short of a couple of years. And, uh, you know, like I said, in the past, mom and dad just wanted us to uh, to be raised in a smaller town, I guess. And leading up to that, we had got a new car. Well, it was new to us. It was only a couple of years old, but it was a big old Chevy station wagon, late model. Had that big 454 uh, uh, cubic inch engine in it and had all the power you needed. And this thing might as well have been a Cadillac because I'm just telling you right now, compa- compared to what we had been driving, uh, listen, we're cooking with Crisco again. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, that old car that we had before that, it didn't have no air conditioner or nothing. I mean, it was just transportation and uh, that was about it. So anyway, we got home with that car and I guess probably the, the weekend coming up, we loaded up and, uh, uh, you know, mom and dad, we all uh, went out to Lake Mead and just drove around. We didn't get out and go swimming or anything like that. We just out for a drive, driving that new car. And, uh, well, leading, leading up to the move, that's why we got the car actually, because uh, of the upcoming move. Um, well, we had it all planned out, was going to rent a U-Haul trailer. We was going to uh, rent the biggest uh, trailer they had. Now, you know, this was before they had those aerodynamic, uh, design trailers. This was just a, a square box <laughs> U-Haul trailer and there was no bumper, uh, uh, hitch. I mean, no trailer hitch rather on that car. So back then, you know, you just had them big old steel bumpers on them cars. So they had kind of a uh, a trailer hitch that you could fasten uh, to your bumper, chain it all on there. And they had, uh, uh, you know, these uh, wheels you tighten up, you know, hand hand tighteners and, and get that thing all secured. You know, they do it for you. <laughs> it was a sight to behold. Listen, we've come a long way now. Of course, all we have now is just, uh, you know, plastic uh, bumpers. And uh, we were coming back to Oklahoma. We finally made the move. Our whole house fit in that trailer, except a bowling ball and my dad's old Air Force hat. <laughs> now, I'm sure we could have found a place to stick it in there. But my cousin, Alfred, him and I were pretty close. And, uh, you know, with, with those uh, that part of my mom's family, we had always been close over the years. But him and I were, were particularly close, just really uh, a good friends on top of everything else. And, and he wanted that because in my old bedroom on that bowling ball, I don't even know where I come up with that old thing at, but I'd set my dad's, uh, dress blues hat on top of that thing. And, and Alfred wanted that, you know, it's kind of, Hey, kind of a going away deal. So we left it anyway, you know, we took off. I don't, I don't even think we particularly left all that early in the morning, you know, which would have been kind of customary for dad to do. But anyway, we were uh, in Arizona somewhere, halfway between wherever we was at and BFE. We stopped at a little roadside motel, which uh, those were more common, uh, you know, even in, in the mid-70s then, uh, than, than kind of the big, uh, you know, Holiday Inn type, uh, you know, hotels now that's everywhere. But anyway, we... <laughs> We pull into this place, and it's not its not a bad place, but we get into the room, and somehow they have everything in that, all the electronic devices, wired up to some kind of alarm. The TV, uh, you know, the coffee maker, I don't, whatever, if it was electronic, I mean, they had it wired up, you know. 
And what if you, if you, even if you tried to unplug it, it would set the alarm off and here the front desk is calling, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, we don't want your old junky coffee machine. <laughs> anyway, I think that first day that we traveled was just kind of a freebie for us. It was kind of, we were excited to leave. So we just got out and, and drove uh, and stayed the night. Well, the next morning we ate breakfast somewhere there, you know, before we left town. But before we left that uh, motel, dad put her in drive and that old car just didn't go nowhere. It was just, it was just like it was in neutral. And uh, he tried it several times. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Well, I'm beginning to worry now. I said, oh man, we're, <laughs> hey, listen, we're going to have to either stay where we're at or go back to Vegas. And we was already geared up, you know, to go. So I don't know what happened, but that old car finally, uh, you know, caught hold of itself and away we went. We didn't have more problems the rest of the trip. Although later, well, you know, when we got to Oklahoma after a little bit, uh, you know, that the transmission in that car did go out and dad had to replace it, you know, one thing or the other. Anyway, like I said, this was our last move. And uh, I think we all kind of knew that. And, and I think probably in part, that's why we even less vague, left Vegas this this time is uh, is just it was still in our blood, you know, every 18 months to uh, 24 months or so we, we'd pack up and have to go somewhere. And, uh, you know, we, I guess uh, it would be an understatement to say that we, we missed the Air Force because uh, we did. We got to Amarillo, Texas. And, uh, you know, we'd always stay each night somewhere along the way. We was never in a big hurry, but a thunderstorm. Now it was dark and uh, it was now, let me back up a minute. In Las Vegas, it don't rain often, but when it does, I guess it does, uh, you know, pretty much. But there's no there's no thunderstorms and tornadoes and stuff. But now, hey, listen, in Amarillo, there is. So I wasn't used to that. It started raining, cats and dogs. We couldn't see. I mean, it's all you could hardly do to see the end of the, the hood on that big old car, you know. Well, you know, Dad's wanting to pull over underneath, and uh, or just anywhere for that matter. But Mom, you know, like I said, Mom... Uh, uh, oh gosh, she was a uh, she was a colorful character sometimes, and she just wouldn't let up. And just you know, hey, go 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 go, and, and it was her goal to drive all night this last night and uh, get to Oklahoma. Why I don't know. It's like I said, all of our years of traveling and uh, moving in the military, we always stayed at night in a little old roadside motel, you know, going from station to station. What possessed her to want to drive all night long, especially in this old storm with two kids in the car, and Dad's barely able to see. I don't know what, I don't know. Well, we got to Oklahoma. Now, this is probably, no, I don't know, July or August, August maybe, something like that, August. We landed in Haleyville, Oklahoma. This is just a little bitty old town. Uh, it's only about 15 miles or so away from the town of Wilberton, where we eventually, uh, you know, landed and and uh, and stayed. Now, this old town, the the school there, they were really funny. Turned they were old school. Uh, the school still had a dress code for the guys, and uh, now I had long hair. <laughs> they didn't like long hair there. Well, they told me time and again, "Hey, listen, you're going to have to get it cut." And, and, and now, listen, I wasn't no troublemaker in school by no means, but I told him, I, I said, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I, I, w- I wasn't getting smart aleck or, or with him, but I, I said, no, no, sir, I'm not going to get my hair cut. 
Now, listen, it, you know, my hair wasn't down, you know, to, uh, uh, you know, real long on my back, but it was long. And that, I, I guess at the end of the day, there really wasn't anything they could do about it or they would have, trust me. Uh, but, you know, I guess they finally just gave up uh, harassing me about it. And, but here's the deal. Oklahoma is, uh, especially in that part of Oklahoma, uh, you know, if you remember your history lesson, uh, you know, when you were in school, uh, that Oklahoma used to be Indian territory. And that's where the Trail of Tears ended for, for many of the, uh, of the five civilized tribes, if not all of them. And uh, so if you were Indian because of their culture— and I'm just simply pointing this out. I don't care what what anybody does. Well, they those boys they could grow their hair as long as they wanted to, and and, and they did too. Hey, hey, listen, more power to them uh, too. But now me just being <laughs> this cat from Las Vegas, no sir, they didn't like that a bit. Well, I uh, I got uh, volunteered. Uh, slash forced to get on the football team. And I had kind of had a bad experience playing football in Las Vegas. And, uh, uh, I, you know, I had uh, <laughs> kind of in my mind decided I didn't want to play no more, but reluctantly I did. And uh, the people were were funny there. The kids, uh, they, they were real clickish. You know, I mean, if you weren't from there, you're not getting in there. And we just never, they just... Uh, they were just really short of being rude, you know, the classmates and stuff, and it's just a, a weird place. Now, this is not off the beaten trail by no means. I mean, we're sitting right here on the state highway. As a matter of fact, it's the same state highway that runs through Wilburton that we eventually moved to. Anyway, <laughs> I guess I said all that to say that even that last move was, uh, uh, even with a little pit stop there, was still full of adventure. Anyway, we're living in this little old town, and I think in the past I've told you that my dad uh, got a job at the college, uh, you know, there in Wilberton. Well, here we are. Let's go back a minute and talk about this station wagon again. <laughs> well, you know, the darn thing's broke down again. We've been driving it everywhere the whole time we've been here, but the transmission's messing up again. Well, this job came open, and you know, in that part of Oklahoma, the there's... I don't know. There's just not a whole lot of industry. Not a lot of ho the, the economy's not real good there. Uh, you know that part of Oklahoma and many parts of it, as a matter of fact, they seem to put all their eggs in the oil field or the gas field uh, baskets. All their eggs in one basket. So it's many times it's just feast or famine. So having said that, you know if there's ever an, an open job there that's decent like the college, boy, I mean, you got to get on it, you know. Well, like I said, we're 15 miles away. Dad takes off walking. Now, you know, to this day, uh, that impressed me as a, as a child and even still to this day as an adult. I, I, my sister and I, we've talked about this many times, how, how dedicated he was to his family. He took off uh, walking. And, you know, fortunately, now, he's walked five or six miles now, mind you. Well, maybe not quite that far, but he's outside the edge of this next town. Somebody stops and gives him a ride. It seemed like the whole day was just kind of ordained, if you will. He he gets to the college and, and goes to uh, the, uh, oh, I don't know what you call it, where the office is. <laughs> they send him over to the physical plant. That's where the maintenance guy is. Well, come to find out, the guy that, that runs uh, the physical plant him and dad went to school together. 
Well, you know, they visit for a little bit, and Dad's got all the qualifications that he needs, you know, coming out of the military. And lo and behold, he got hired. And, you know, I've told you in the past that uh, this little old college had, oh, I don't know, three or four or five uh, houses, uh, you know, the employees could live in if in their families if there was space available well there was one right there next to dad's shop and and uh it was a decent little house uh, sadly enough it's it's tore down and gone now but uh gosh i don't think we wasted any time just here we are you know like i said i think this whole thing was kind of ordained get back in the car get out there and the car's working again and so we load that car up and uh, I think with uh, the people we knew in Haleyville, they helped us, and, and we just moved over to Wilberton just quick as we could. <laughs> we got out of that little old one-horse town we was in and uh, got over to Wilberton. They didn't care if you grew your hair long or not. And uh, so anyway, <laughs> kind of funny way t- things turned out. Uh, you know, we had uh, moving from Las Vegas uh, to Oklahoma. It, it really took uh, all of, uh, you know, mom, dad's resources, uh, whatever they had to, to do to get that car financially. And so we landed there, you know, we, we just really didn't have much left over. So this job that came open at the college was just a godsend for sure. Anyway, dad uh, ended up uh, pulling another 20 years at that college and retired uh, from there as well. So, uh, you know, he spent uh, two retirements, one in the military and one out of that state job. Always worked hard, and uh, he really set the example. And and uh, in that little old town there at Wilberton, a lot of those kids' parents did. You know, they were all you know seemed like anyway. The ones I knew was, was all all their parents were hardworking folks. You know, a lot of them uh, had ranches or, or uh, you know raised cattle, uh, things of that nature. And uh, things were different there. And and uh, you know I've said this before, but Wilberton, Oklahoma offered a slice of life for us that we had never experienced before. Uh, even my parents, you know, many times, well, pretty much always, you know, in the Air Force, you're always, uh, the Air Force base sits right there with a big city, especially when we were in California. I mean, just everywhere you turn is people. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so that we weren't used to it, you know, this small town and everybody's neighborly and you know in the military like i said we we were all on the same page and we were a, a tight-knit group but now that doesn't necessarily mean we were all uh totally neighborly either we just all happened to be on the, in the same boat but at this town now everybody was neighborly they would help i've told you about the grocery giveaway you know that we had in the past and the turnout for that and well we got there <laughs> we hadn't been there very long before I found this out, but now, now this is like I said before. Oh, I don't know. This, this is you know uh, toward the end of 1976, and not too long before that. Uh, I don't know if it was that year or 75. But Paul Harvey, you remember him? The rest of the story. Well, he came through Wilberton, and I don't know why, but he did. But uh, I guess he uh, he came back on his radio show once and said that Wilberton. Per capita had more crime than the city of Chicago. <laughs> Can you believe it? Well, that's what he said. It was, uh, it, it was like anywhere else, you know, there's always going to be something going on. But 
just mind your own business and, and, uh, you know, nobody's the, the, the wiser over it, but there was that colorful crew there too, you know, and there goes, I don't have, uh, you know, permission to use some of these guys names and, and some of them aren't even with us anymore, but, uh, they were, uh, you know, a few of them were outlaws, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but anyhow, you know, that was uh, just great times. And, and after we moved to Wilberton, and like I said, that was our last move, we felt so at home. We really never wanted to move again, I don't guess. I mean, it, it, I, I, I'll go as far as to say I don't, we didn't have itchy feet anymore. We were, we just, it's just like we finally arrived and, uh, through my life, I've come to realize that, uh, I think anyway, that you don't have too many moments like that. And the only thing I, I I wish would have been different in this town is that we could have been there our whole lives and, and grew up with the people that I made friends with and my classmates. And so I could uh, share that with them uh, as they were growing up as well. Because listening to them, I mean, they just had some great times growing up and shared all their whole life experience. And uh, But nonetheless, Wilberton, Oklahoma. <laughs> hey, listen, thanks for tuning in again. Uh, and hey, don't forget to subscribe. And uh, I'll see you again later.